0: And welcome to the Challenging Your Health Mindset. This is a podcast being sponsored by the Student Health Center and Wellness Initiatives Department. And we are back. Welcome, welcome all of our listeners. And welcome to my special friend, Pastor Jonathan Falwell. Great to be with you, man. Thank you for uh, being here. We've been friends for years and so to be able to sit down and have a conversation about things that mean a lot to you and me. It's important. It's a great thing. Yeah, Uh, and I'm glad you're here. We're talking about spiritual wellness today, and our topic, the title we're going to use is From Seeds to Fruitfulness. And uh, the purpose today is to encourage students to continue to grow no matter uh, the world's circumstances. Mm -hmm. And so I have a few questions I'd like to ask you. And want to go ahead and get started. Number one. What advice would you give to your 20-year-old self as it pertains to your spiritual wellness?
1: Well, I think certainly uh, when it talks about spiritual wellness, spiritual health and growth, you know, obviously the, you know, the idea of being a Christian, Colossians mm-hmm. chapter two tells us that we're supposed to be rooted down yeah. in God's word so that we can then blossom, blossom. so we can grow. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that's really the important thing that we need to understand is the only way to truly become what God wants us to become sure. is to do the hard work to make sure that we're digging down deep into who God is. So what I would tell myself mm-hmm. going back, I'm, th- I'm 54, so going back 34 years, I would say, hey, put into your life today spiritual disciplines wow. that are daily like daily grind things that mm-hmm. you put into your journey to help yourself grow every single day. Yeah. A lot of times what we do as Christians as followers of Christ is we have this idea that We're going to grow, and what we do is we go to church on Sunday to grow, and then we go out during the week, and we just kind of do what we do, and then we go back to church on Sunday, and then we try to grow. Try to grow, That's not God's plan. Mm. God's plan, God's design is for us to dig into God's Word every single day. That's good. To find truth every single day. Uh, Proverbs chapter 12 talks us about how instruction, that we love instruction, we love wisdom, we love knowledge. Knowledge, It comes from God's Word. (laughs) And so I would tell myself, like, like, be diligent now at 20 years old to spend every single day studying God's word, not just like doing a quick, Hey, uh, here's a verse. Okay. I did it. You know, check it off the list and move Mm. on. Like study God's word. Fall in love with it. Absolutely. Spend time in prayer. Sure. Every day, have that conversation. It's a two-way conversation, reading God's word, talking to God, uh, having that opportunity of beginning to see, because i promise you, you will never fully understand the value and the power of prayer. If prayer is nothing more than what you do when you sit down at a meal. You're not going to grow in that relation, that conversation relationship mm-hmm. with God mm-hmm. by simply praying in, in those moments where you got to. you know, right. When you sit down and you're getting ready to eat a Chick-fil-A sandwich and you pray, so and therefore, right. that's not a prayer life. Mm. That's not a prayer life. A prayer life is like digging into it. So that's Colossians 2. Dig down deep,
0: Yeah. and then you'll grow. And so that's what I would tell myself. Oh, my goodness. Uh, had I had that advice, I would have been much better. I think all of us would. Absolutely. And so that's why it's important to have this conversation today. Listen, we kind of jump right in. I want to go back and ask you to do something for me. Okay. You don't like talking about yourself, but not everybody who's going to come across this is going to know who you are. So just how would you introduce yourself? Well, that's easy. So
1: okay. uh, yeah. Hi, I'm Jonathan Falwell. And I said, we can't shake hands. So fist uh, oh, yeah. bump. There yeah. we go. Yeah, so go. I'm Jonathan Falwell. a pastor at Thomas Roe Baptist Church. Far more important than that. I'm a follower of Jesus Christ. That's right. Uh, I am married, been married now for 28, coming up on 29 years to my beautiful wife, Sherry. Yeah. And we have four incredible kids that are now twins that are 20, turning 21 next week, yeah. uh, daughter 23, oh and then my older son, 24, who's turning 25 <laughs> next week, and um, got one grandchild, and three of my kids married, one uh, still single here at Liberty. I'm yeah. not going to advertise <laughs> here. We're not going to do it, But i um, Man, just I, you know, just a guy who loves God, who yeah. loves my family, who loves people, and serving uh, in the family of God and serving in the body of Jesus Christ and doing all that I can to make a difference. And so, uh, you know, I could go through a lot of other stuff, but yeah. to be honest with you, all the rest of the stuff doesn't matter.
0: That's, you know what? Um, I've known you for a long time now, and you you've been in my life as a friend mm-hmm. uh, through some ups and some downs. Yeah. And I remember um, when my daughter passed away. Yeah. Uh, you came to where I was, and it wasn't, you know. I had to find you. Yeah, you had to find me. It wasn't easy, Yeah. but you persisted, and you came. And I'll never forget that you were there when I needed a friend most. And uh, you didn't beat me over the head with scriptures. You were just present and so I don't think I've ever told you that, but I want to tell you now. Thank well, listen,
1: you. that's what friends are for. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're, we're not only friends, we're also fellow co-laborers in Christ Absolutely. here. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, when when we live in a siloed world, which so often that we do, mm-hmm. uh, in ministry, we live in siloed worlds in ministry where people think, well, you know, I'm a pastor of this church and you're a pastor of <laughs> that church. Well, we can't, man. you know, we're in competition. We're no, not in competition. Never. never our ever. responsibility and our job is to build the body of Christ, to build the kingdom of God. That's right. God never calls. You've heard me say this before. God's never called us to build big churches. God's mm, called us to build
0: a big kingdom. Big kingdom. And we have to do that together. Yeah, that's what we do. And we have. Absolutely. And, uh, and I look forward to doing it more. So my next question. Uh, we have nine dimensions of wellness. And this week, the focus is spiritual wellness. Could you let us know what spiritual wellness means to you? Well, I, you know, I think first off, it's got to
1: start with a relationship, right? Mm. So the only way to truly be uh, to begin a pathway to health in um in in the spiritual realm you kind of kind of correlate to being the beginning a, a pathway to wh- a health in in you know in the physical sense sure, right? sure so you're not gonna begin a process of growing healthy uh physically if every day you're you know eating you know like five pizzas for lunch <laughs> and <laughs> dinner and right. and you're you know desserts like crazy and that does that's not the path right sure. so in other words you have to like Begin something. You have to be, mm-hmm. So it begins with mm-hmm. a decision. Yeah. Right? You have to decide. I'm going to lose weight. I'm, I'm going to get healthy. You have to make that decision. Sure. Spiritually, that decision comes through believing that Jesus is the son of God, that he died and that he rose again. You go back to Romans chapter 3, verse 23, that we're all sinners. We've all fallen short of the glory of God. Romans 6, because of that sin, we deserve to be separated from God, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans chapter 10, that if we believe with our hearts, confess with our lips that Jesus Christ is Lord, that anyone who calls on his name will be saved. And so it starts with a decision. It starts with, I want to get healthy. So Mm -hmm. I want to get healthy physically. That's one thing. I want to get healthy spiritually. I've got to side to follow Jesus, yeah. to believe that he is the only one that can save me. Yeah. And so it starts there. And then when you continue that path, continue that continue that journey, it has to go with what we talked about a moment ago is you got to grow. Yeah. So again, I got four kids, right? So mm-hmm. I remember, uh, you, you remember this as well with yours. So when I brought my oldest son home for the very first time, you know, he came home with a little baby, couldn't do anything for himself. Right? right, right, right. And so I remember distinctly when he got a little bit older and he was sitting up in his little high chair. And I remember the first time that I got to get that little Gerber, you know, baby <laughs> jar of food, uh-huh, that junior food, mashed ick, whatever it was, yeah, you yeah. know, and stick it in the microwave and stir it up. And I got that little yeah. rubber spoon, you know, and I, I got that stuff out and I began doing the airplanes yeah, to oh get yeah. it and, you know, kind of put it in his mouth. How cool was that? No. If I tried that today and he's 24, he'd kill me, right? <laughs> right. He would beat me up. Why? Because we have to learn how to do it ourselves. So we sure. have to grow. We have mm-hmm. to grow in our journey, grow mm-hmm. in our walk with God, and, and develop um, in that, that continual relationship. You go to Ephesians uh, chapter 3, mm-hmm. uh, verses uh, 14 and 15, 16, 17, somewhere around in there. It talks about how that that we have a, a desire to recognize we, that we come to Christ, and the mm-hmm. first thing that happens is a, a connection to the Holy Spirit. So we're yeah. strengthened. By the Holy Spirit presence in our lives. That's the first step, right? Yeah. Then the next step is so that, you know, Paul's prayer for us is there, is so that we would then, that Christ would dwell with us, right? So Literally. that's a connection, a relationship. Yeah. Then it goes on to say, so that we will be rooted and grounded. Hmm. Rooted and grounded. And what hmm. that tells us is this, man, again, digging deep. Yeah. so that's the idea of like like having a uh, an opportunity to dig deep into our faith and know yeah. who God is but then grounded that means a firm foundation wow that means standing on something strong yeah and the only way to stand on something strong is to know what is below you right yeah. that's and it. to know what is below you is to know the foundation of God's presence and of God's word and so spiritual wellness man it starts with a decision yeah and then it continues with a decision yeah it's a daily decision to follow Christ
0: wow I love it I love it I perceive this man to be a preacher and I'm glad to have you here today as we're talking about spiritual wellness how to encourage students to continue to grow no matter what the world's circumstances are listen we're living through a pandemic right now mm-hmm. we're about halfway through the spring no oh, okay i thought yeah. you were gonna say you're halfway oh. through the pandemic oh, no, i'm no. like no baby no. We're, we're on the final we're, stretch listen, here listen i want to get through there you that. Go. we're <laughs> yeah. gonna have a a, a mask bonfire <laughs> soon but go ahead. go ahead yeah so we're uh, near the mid-semester point right uh of 2021 and what what hopes do you have and what do you think our students need to have a hope for in this semester?
1: Well you know I think th- there's there's probably three prongs to that question or three mm-hmm. answers to uh, parts of the answer to that question. I think the first mm-hmm. is just an academic thing right sure so you know with students obviously I, I mean again two of my kids are in school actually three of my kids one's in seminary one uh, two are in in undergrad uh, there's an academic component to that answer to that mm-hmm. question is like man to stay like stay committed, you know. And when you get to spring, when you come through ice and snow and oh, cold yeah. weather, oh, yeah. and and all of a sudden it's spring comes and it's getting <laughs> a little warmer outside, man, the the temptation to walk away from your responsibility mm-hmm. uh, is, is like really strong. And so I would say, man. S- stay with it stay, Stick with it yeah. Like dig in mm-hmm. And finish the semester strong Yeah Like make it matter Make it count yeah. Right uh, The second part of that answer I would say Is in a You know In a spiritual connection uh, would be hey there's no better time when we have to be more isolated than ever there's no better time to strengthen the relationship that we have with God so That's we've right. talked about that already i'm sure. not, not going to keep running down that path there, no, but but, I like but that. we've got to strengthen so like use this time mm-hmm. you know of this pandemic when we do have to be somewhat isolated and we do have to have this kind of you know the, these moments of separation but but third and i think this is the key is don't allow the pandemic to destroy your relationships Ooh. so You know, we've been told by all the authorities, quote unquote, that we got to stay apart from people, we got to stay separate from people, don't go visit people, don't go. Man, don't allow this season to be a season that creates in you uh, a separation from others, from those kinds of relationships where those relationships begin to suffer and begin going down a path that's not healthy. Because what happens is, is when our relationships begin to suffer, we begin to suffer. When Come we on. begin to suffer, it becomes an internal battle. Yeah. And when it becomes an internal battle, and Keith, you know this as, as, as a pastor as well sure. as I do, there are times when people go to the the the, the inth, they, they go to the furthest point of that, Away and they God. begin mm-hmm. to battle those inner demons, and I don't sure. mean like a spiritual, no, no. I'm sorry, those those inner thoughts sure. that life's not worth living. Yeah. And, I, and I'm telling you today that in a world where we're told that we have to separate, we've got to make sure to foster healthy yeah. and strong relationships. And if we need help,
0: mm-hmm.
1: get help. Get help.
0: Yeah, right. I, I love where you were uh, shining light on that. I think it's very important that as we're Uh, Being responsible to our loved ones and our friends that God created us to be social beings Mm -hmm. as well And that's part of our spiritual Responsibility is also to be social absolutely Uh, confess your faults one to another so that they could pray for you that you might be healed That's That's the book of James. So it's imperative as part of our uh, spiritual maturity to have great relationships and I'm glad you don't shy away from that well it, it's it's vital
1: and and you know when God created back in Genesis when God created the heavens and the earth right and mm-hmm. he created man and he had placed him in the garden and he had him with all the animals there and he said hey I want you to be in charge <laughs> right but here's what but but he looked at Adam and he said it was alone and he said and that's not good that's not good
0: yeah. yeah. So, we yeah, we've got to have those kinds of
1: relationships to grow.
0: What has been the biggest lesson you've learned this past year mm-hmm. that you would like to relate to students?
1: Well, I think, you know, certainly, again, you know, it seems like every question you've asked, you know, there, there's a component of it where the answers we've already talked about. So, <laughs> you know, so what I've learned in this last year is my, our faith, my relationship with Christ mm-hmm. is, is, more important today than it has ever been. Yeah. It has nothing to do with pandemic. Sure. It has to do with the culture in which we live. Mm. Everything that we face every single day as followers of Christ, yeah. there's a constant magnetic pull away from God. Mm. So our culture, uh, society is going to do right. everything that it possibly can to pull us away from God, to pull yeah. us away from connecting with mm-hmm. him, growing in him, uh, reading his word. Listen, everything is trying to distract us. Mm-hmm. We have these phones that we hang in our, you know, keep in our pockets where they're not phones anymore, right? <laughs> what so, I mean, we, we use the phone far <laughs> less than everything else the phone does. Right, right, Why? Right. It's become a distraction. Sure. So you know you've got the Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and mm. you know, all the other things that are out there right. that are constantly pulling our attention, pulling us away from from what matters. And so our faith walk today matters more than it ever does because the distraction that's there. But know that the distraction is not just simply like just a thing. Mm-hmm. It is a plan by Satan himself. Wow. John 10.10 10 says that the thief comes to steal and Heal. to kill and to destroy. Yeah. It says that he is prowling around like a lion mm-hmm. seeking whom he may devour. Devour, yeah. Second Timothy chapter 3 tells us that there's going to come a day when people become lovers themselves rather than lovers of God. Mm-hmm. They're going to be walking away from everything that God's Word says is important. Yeah. Our faith today matters more than ever before because everyone is trying to tell us it doesn't. Uh, and so we have to be good. firm and be strong.
0: Do you have a scripture you're meditating on this year or at least right now?
1: You know, 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 5 and 6 mm-hmm. is, is a passage in, in my... Uh, in my heart that has always been really important, but like Mm -hmm. this year it's taken on new meaning. Sure. Um, And and that passage basically says this, is my sufficiency is not of myself, Mm -hmm. my sufficiency sufficiency is of Christ. So what it basically says is this, is I can't do this on my own. Right. And I think that's probably a statement that all of us, if we really were honest with ourselves, Mm -hmm. we could like, we could get that. I can't do this on my own. I've tried and I've failed. Yeah. Yeah. So my sufficiency is not of myself, my sufficiency is of Christ. In other words, total dependence on God. There's never been a better year for us to like really kind of lean into that yeah. thought, lean into that, that passage of understanding, man, when everything seems to be falling apart, when the world seems to be going mad, yeah. when the pandemic hits and we can't even do what we have just become so accustomed to doing, sure. that's when we've got to recognize you Got to depend on God because if you don't, you got nothing left. You don't have any. So that's a passage to me that's
0: really meaningful. Can you speak to the spiritual growth of students? Uh, What should they focus on? What should they get plugged into? Or who should they uh, hang out with?
1: Well, you know, I think that you obviously asked, I think, Mm -hmm. four. You yes. four questions in the middle of that one question. Sure. So um, the first one, I, I'm not going to hit again, is like, well, where right, do they right, need right. to grow. Again, we've talked about that. Like, yeah. get into God's Word. Get mm-hmm. into prayer. You know, be faithful about that. Grow deeper in your relationship with God. But then you said, what should they be doing, What they yeah. should, how they should connect? Listen, I believe that right now, in a time where we are told to stay home and to isolate I believe firmly there's never been a better time for people and a more important time for people to get plugged into the local church. That's great. The the local church, Jesus said, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Let's say that verse Matthew 16, 18 in the context of today. Uh Jesus said, I will build my church and the pandemic will not prevail against (laughs) it. That's right. And so what I would say, your local church, get plugged into your local church. Find how to connect. Now, I realize there are some churches that because of the the structure, because you know, they're online only fine. Mm -hmm. Whatever it is, whatever your local church is doing, Mm -hmm. like connect today more than ever before. As a student, the easiest thing in the world, especially as a student at a Christian university, Ah. the easiest thing in the world to do is to come to a Christian university that they're always hearing about Christian things Mm. and to disconnect from the local church. And listen, I'm just telling you, I know we got some great things that happen at Liberty. Convocations, we got campus communities on Wednesday night, you got Bible classes, you got all these Bible studies, you got worship nights, all these things. They are all awesome and none of them. Mm. Replace the local church of God. Amen. And so they need to be plugged into their local church, growing in their local church, a part of their local church, connecting to becoming leading in their local church, like being a part of that. Because there's going to come a day Mm -hmm. when they're going to graduate, most of them, right? They're going to graduate, and they're going to go out into a world. And if they have not developed the the habits and the healthy disciplines Mm -hmm. in life of connecting to the local church, the body of Christ, Mm -hmm. forget local church, the body of Christ— that we are commanded to be a part of commanded right. to lead commanded to serve in. if we do not develop those healthy habits now mm. when you get out into the world mm. it's really tough to do it it's really tough so i say mean, get connected and then the last part of your question was so who should they be hanging who out with should they, hang they should be hanging out with people that will help make them better not worse wow that means that if you're a follower of Jesus Christ like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm assuming that most of the people we're talking to are yeah. don't hang around with people who are going to hamper your spiritual growth. Wow. So as a follower of Christ, man, you know, you're trying to, who do I hang out with this weekend? Yeah. If you've got a choice to go hang out with a guy or a girl that's going to go out and hang out in a bar and get drunk and, and end up in the gutter that night, yeah. or you got someone that you can hang out with, you know, go bowling and, and, and you can develop healthy, relate, talk about the things you've got, to sure. about friends. Pick that person every day of the week. <laughs> That's right. Let that person go sleep in the gutter if you want to. Go by on Saturday morning and right. pick them up pick and take them up. home, but don't hang
0: out with them. <laughs> That's right. That's great. So, listen, uh, as we're talking about balance, or, uh, you know, how should we prioritize quiet time? I mean, we're in a Christian community. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're talking about connecting with people, but how do I balance? prioritizing just quiet time with the lord.
1: Yeah, well, I think that's a decision that that each person has to kind of evaluate their own approach to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know like my dad, he was a like a a militant Believer that you should get up early in the morning before anything happens, before That's anybody, right. you know, get up really early before anybody's awake and get into God's word and get into. And he would do that every time. I remember day after day uh, having the opportunity of coming down on you know in the morning. To, and he's been he's sitting there at the kitchen table, been there for probably two hours studying God's word and, yeah. and spending time in prayer. He was a militant believer of doing it early morning. I'm not. I am milit- I do it at night, <laughs> okay. so just different path, sure. so I do it at nighttime, yeah. okay? Um, again, different people take on different paths mm-hmm. and, and different opportunities. So I don't think there's a right way to do that, a right time to do that, mm-hmm. but there absolutely is a right way to do that, and a right way to do that is, again, to remove yourself from the distractions that are out there, whether it be good. social media or whether it be friends or whether it be noise or whether it be whatever. Yeah pull yourself away from it. You can't study God's word and spend time in prayer effectively mm-hmm. if you have God's word in one hand and Facebook in the other. You, yeah. you can't do that. So, yeah. you know, pull yourself away from those distractions that are so natural and pick a time that works for you. Yeah. Like like and stick with it. Like like I this is when I'm going to do it and no matter what happens, like I'm locked in. If you make the plan that I'm going to study God's word every day, I'm going to read God's word every day, but you don't actually pick a time to do it, here's what I know. You'll go through the end of the day, you'll get Mm -hmm. at nighttime, it's time to go to bed, you're worn out, you're exhausted, Exhausted. and you've forgotten to do it because you didn't have it laid out. So, man,
0: pick a time, whatever works, pick a time and stick with it. My dad used to tell me, he said, Keith, if you don't have a plan, you plan to fail.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: um, Or if if you don't have a goal, you'll hit it every time. (laughs) You'll hit it every time, right? Um, So, the our students, this world, our society, is going through a pandemic and we're at pat- pandemic fatigue, actually. Mm-hmm. And so I was wondering if you could talk to us about uh, what it looks like to stand for our faith in a time where there's so much turmoil and many distractions, social uh, subjects or whatever. What? How do we stand in our faith during this time?
1: Well, I think number one, you have to know what your faith is. Mm. So, it, you know, there are a lot of people out there that say we got to stand up for what we believe in. The problem is they don't know what they believe in. <laughs> and so, yeah, yeah you've got to you got to understand what you believe, right? So mm-hmm. for me and for you, sure, sure. like here's what I believe. I believe that Jesus is the only way, right? Yes. I believe John 14 when Jesus said, "I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except, except through me." Mm-hmm. I believe that with all my heart. I believe Jesus is the only way to heaven. Yeah. I don't believe we're all like working in the same place, right, right, and you know, right. I don't. I believe Jesus is the only way. So number one, non-negotiable. Mm-hmm. like Christ is the only way. I believe that the Bible is the inerrant, infallible, you know, inspired word of, word God. of God. Not yeah. a mistake found within it at all, except for if I wrote something in there in my <laughs> pen, maybe I made right. a mistake, right. but God didn't. And so again, foundation, like standing mm-hmm. on, I know, I believe that, and I believe with all my heart, right? Yeah. And then there are so many other doctrines, so many other things. You got to know what you believe. Yeah. And so you know, it's impossible for us to stand up Uh, in the right way uh, Mm. to stand up for what we believe in if we don't know what we believe in. So I would say dig into that, right? Um, Secondly, what I would say is, you know, we recognize, yeah, we do live in a challenging world. We live in a world where everything's getting canceled, right? Sure, right. So, you know, you have to get up in the morning to figure out, okay, what today can I not do because it's not popular anymore? <laughs> right, 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 Like, so I gotta, do I have to throw out my Dr. Seuss books, you know? Mm. Do I have to go find my Mr. Potato Head and, and take his hat off so he's, <laughs> right, you know, he, right. he's gender, uh, not gender specific? I, you know, you have to, we know, we don't know we what the world's going to gonna do. It. The right. world has gone mad. Mm. And so what we have to do, knowing that we live in that kind of a world, mm. is that we just have to know what it means to speak the truth. In love. Yeah. So we have to number one know what we believe. Number mm-hmm. two, we have to be willing to stand up for what we believe in. Yeah. Um, but number three, yeah. is we got to make sure that we recognize. Our ultimate goal and our ultimate responsibility, our ultimate duty is just simply this. Matthew 28, Mark 16, Acts chapter 1, Jesus said, go into all the world and preach yeah. the gospel, make disciples of all the nations, mm-hmm. go to Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, the uttermost parts of the earth. That means our ultimate responsibility mm-hmm. is to reach every person who is alive on this globe today yeah. with the gospel, no matter what they look like, no matter what they talk like, no matter who they voted for, no matter what the color of their skin is, no matter what they have done in their life, our duty and responsibility is to point them to Christ and you cannot point people to Christ and bring them to Christ if you're hating them. Mm. You can't point them to you Christ if you're attacking them. Yeah. You can't bring them into a relationship with Christ mm. if you're telling them that they have no value and no worth because they're not like you are. Yeah, yeah. And so we have to understand that we have to like really believe that mm-hmm. and stand and speak the truth in love. Not compromise, no, but know. like I'm not compromising the gospel. No. But man, love, truth and love.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to hate a person that you're actively loving on.
1: It's impossible. <laughs> it's impossible. It's impossible.
0: It's yeah. impossible.
1: And by the way, that's what Jesus did. Huh. I mean, you think about it. Now, when Jesus was walking, you read the Gospels You read yeah. the story of what Christ did. So, like all through the Gospels, up into the point that, you know, from the time that he was born to the time that he died, he was having interactions and relate you know conversations with people who loved him and who hated him. Yeah. And in every one of those conversations, you will never find a point where he was attacking people. Yeah. Now some people say, wait a minute, didn't he throw the people out of the temple? Yeah, he did. <laughs> he did it for their own good. For, yeah. to point them to what it meant to have a relationship with God. So Jesus kept loving people. That's right. So keep loving people. That's and good. if you keep loving people, you can't hate people. Mm-hmm. And if you can't hate people, guess what just happened? You just developed healthy relationships.
0: Wow. Look at you. You just summed it all up for me. Listen, what would be the one thing that you'd like to challenge our students uh, as your last statement or, or parting thought what it makes it sound like I'm getting ready to die? No, I'm not, I'm not. no, no, so, no. For this podcast. For, the, for this moment. Okay. Here's what I would say every
1: single one of you, God placed here, mm-hmm. and I'm not talking about liberty, God placed you here on this earth mm-hmm. for a reason. Yeah. Every one of you have a purpose that has been given to you by God. That's good. And that purpose is to exalt Christ, mm-hmm. to be equipped to do his work and to evangelize the world. We just talked about Matthew 28, Mark 16, all of us have that responsibility. Mm -hmm. and it doesn't matter how young you are or how old you are. It doesn't matter where you're from. It doesn't matter if you're rich or poor or black or white. It doesn't matter what your background. It doesn't matter, any of those kinds of things. God created you exactly the way. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10 says this, you are God's masterpiece, Masterpiece. created anew in Christ Jesus to carry out the works that he prepared for you Mm. beforehand.
0: That's good. Before
1: time began. Yeah, he knew. God laid out a plan for you. That's right. And what I would say is find that Plan, get
0: into it, and don't quit. Man, I love it. Pastor Farwell, thank you. Uh, my brother Jonathan, thank you for having this discussion. Uh, we are done for today, but I hope we can get together again love soon. Love to. Yeah, love to. And continue our conversation. But thank you. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate you. All right.